You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. All right. uh, you don't even need to worry about the sound check then. Um, oh, yeah, I, I already know my sound is horrible. I'm coming straight to you from my, my phone headphones. Oh, you the, good. The you Samsung. Good. You good. Samsung out the box. Oh, you're right. I mean, that's fair. Yep. Because I'm like, yeah. that's all I want. I just want people because realistically, like, you're talking about the seasonal model just breaking out for a little bit. So it's like, it might as well just let's be serious about this and be like, there's just no, this is, this is not a thing happening for, I don't know how long. And I need you guys to tell me. That's one thing is I need you guys to tell me how long you guys are going to be gone for. Cause I don't know what's happening from the looks of it. It seems like you're gone for the rest of the year. That's what I'm just piecing everything together is that you guys are gone for the rest of the year. Given holidays and everything like that, well, they definitely they definitely said this was the largest expansion they've ever had, storytelling wise. Right. Yeah. Was what hours? But so it's the largest expansion they've ever had. But they're still expecting us to finish it in a month because Savage comes out in January. I don't. So, uh, it should be fine. Um, what should be fun? I'm scared. Finishing the expansion. Before January, that should be fine. I'm scared, Bacon. I'm scared. Uh, I need. I'm. I don't know. I be like. I'm. I'm reading. Like I'm. When I. I. I actually look at the um events and stuff, and I'm like in the chat and shit, and like. Stuff. I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm. I'm on the outside looking in. And this is, ter- this is unprecedented territory. It's just hundreds of thousands of people just rubbing their hands together like Birdman, all in unison. So it's just like I don't know <laughs> what to make. Like that's all I see in the chat is just niggas just rubbing their hands together while the Japanese fellow comes out in different costumes and says, and says stuff about the game. And that's okay. all. What? What? No, there's one. There's one thing I want to bring up when you start recording because these niggas are evil geniuses. Evil fucking geniuses. <laughs> Are we gonna Bacon start already knows that Baker already knows that I'm about to bring up, but these yeah. these niggas are diabolical. Yeah. This is this is some um, Steph Curry from half court shit. Like <laughs> go on. All right, hold that because go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up. We're going to start right now. Welcome to another episode of Ad Space. This is Journalism Live on the ground before the launch of the Final Fantasy XIV and Walker expansion. We are live with Final Fantasy players Elise Bacon, CFO of the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network, Justin of the Three Fifths Podcast, and Aaron Bat of the Black Astronauts Podcast here live on the ground. What's it looking like on the ground, guys? I'm trying to finish the house. <laughs> oh, it's not done. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. I have a question. I went yes. downstairs, Bacon. Yes. Is that a fucking moon on the wall? Of yes. The- yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. You. Mm, okay. <laughs> no. So before Bacon told us, hey, don't stand in the stairway around like noon Aorzia time. I was like, <laughs> why wouldn't I do that? Oh my God, my eyes. <laughs> The stained glass windows in this game actually take in sunlight. Yes. All the I windows. Ju- 
all the windows take in sunlight and um uh the game takes count of north south east west and where the sun would be shining outside of the house into the house at any at any particular time of day so i said <laughs> don't stand in the stairway between 10 a.m. and noon eorzea time because it's brighter than a it is flashier than a red mage <laughs> <laughs> was my exact verbiage. And I posted a screenshot of it in the shots for days folder yeah, of the a, Discord. That's a lot, man. Like, I'm gonna look. I'm it's a, a look. flood of light. It is a flood of <laughs> light. light. Okay, I'm gonna look. Hold on, let me look. Uh, oh, also, where is the, the guy with the with our uh with our retainers, I can't. I can't find it. Oh, so I'm sorry. The it's, in the, it's in the desk. Oh, okay. The bells are glitched through the desk, so it looks like the de the bells are on the desk. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. so it's actually, it's actually brilliant. It's actually brilliant. I mean, I, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> I was running upstairs and downstairs. I probably look so dumb. No, <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 I did I the exact same thing, and then I was like, "Wait a second. Are these bells? Did they do it?" <laughs> They did it. It wasn't even hard. July was the one who showed me. He's like, "Yeah, I hide the the bell stand in like items," and I'm like, that "Why have sense. I never it makes thought sense. of that? It's so easy. You just move it inside the desk, and it just stays." So, for context, listeners, the um when we thought about um moving ADD space to a seasonal model. Um, I know some people might have thought it was for the actual seasons for, you know, break time, summertime, Christmas time, holidays. Um, actually, in my head, I thought it was for proper game release of such incredible monument that we need to give our host some time. And um, this is what is happening. We're, we're all coming to you to um, officially announce that we will be out of office until when? All right, so look, so boom. Uh, <laughs> uh nigga, um. Early, uh, early access starts on Friday, right? Friday, December 3rd, 2021. Friday, December 3rd. Savage drops January 5th. So that's at least from Jan from December 3rd to January 5th, let's say about three months of Savage before folks start, you know, wanting to take a break and burn out, or not burn out, folks just want to take a break. We're looking at the March time period. Oh, wait, that's probably when 6.1 is going to drop. Yep. And that March time frame. New crafting and gathering things. It and, and the new housing. All right, so we're realistically looking at, like, May. I mean, we'll still be. That's okay. a long. That's a okay, long. Okay, no, 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 no. Let Let's give a realistic timeline. Realistic okay. timeline is we're not recording for like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, after, well, after well, well, but after weeks, after two we're... after two weeks, Mariah Carey celebrates Jesus's birthday. So I don't know. We'll just be back in January. It's fine. January. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm not, it's not like I'm going to be running Savage all fucking goddamn day because I refuse to live that life. Um, yeah. Wouldn't let that shit happen to me, though. I, ref 
I refuse. I have learned from doing hard content that there is a tap out time about two to three hours. You you can really only retain information after two to three hours of time. After that, you're just banging your head against the wall, making making just like silly mistakes. That's an experienced writer right there. <laughs> like even even most statics when they run content, they they will run like two to three hours at a time. They don't they don't do the all day thing because again, you're just banging your head up against the wall. Like you just it just does not work. Um, and, and like practice. Like practice with anything. Like you have to take. You breaks. keep trying. You got to take breaks because you're not. At a certain point, you hit a wall. You start getting cranky with your teammates. Thing right. You start getting super spicy. And yep. That one comment go the wrong way. I didn't see whole <laughs> raid teams just destroyed <laughs> mid raid because of one look, comment. Look, <laughs> my brother. My brother and I compare fourteen rating to basketball, and like it is. It is so, it works on so many levels. All you need, all you need is that one dude that thinks he's hardened, that doesn't have to practice as hard as everybody else, talk spicy to everyone else, and that one dude that thinks he Westbrook, like, hey, you're not going to talk to me like that. I don't know who you think you're talking to, but you are not going to talk to me that way. That's when when you hear that, I'm grown. (laughs) Yo. The instant I'm grown, come out like, hold on, bro, who are you talking to? <laughs> oh no, my favorite one is I don't know who you think you're talking to. Yeah, that's the good one too, because you know it's already my my favorite response is always like I I keep I always keep my response PG because I ain't gonna let no asshole get me banned. Oh. Truth. So I'm Truth. always like, there's no reason to be rude. Let's take a break. And then if somebody, and that's, that goes one of two ways. <laughs> so what happens is, is like the person being rude will either shut the fuck up <laughs> and stew in silence, or they will lose their ever, li- I take it three ways, or they will lose their ever living shit and go off on a tirade and then get kicked from the group and blacklisted um, by like everybody and reported, or they will leave. Hey, Bacon, I got one question. Yes. Whose face did you see when you said that shut the fuck up? Because that was like the most accurate. (laughs) I gotta know. I mean, it's happened so many times. It's like it's like default response. That's when we gotta do like uh uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Um the right time what he'll do is anytime there's a story that he has to tell off air instead of just like telling it off air he will tell you hey play some elevator music over this and then he'll (laughs) tell the story behind the elevator music (laughs) it is equally the most annoying but intriguing thing (laughs) because you know something spicy is behind the elevator music and you will never know what is behind the elevator music i mean it's not wrong um, okay. And this did is I put the mistletoe where... above LJ's desk? I absolutely did. I mean... Um... Oh, it's above my desk now. It's been above your desk. Well, not above your desk. It's above your door. Oh, well then. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I know. That's why it's funny. <laughs> um, I have to decorate the behemoth now. <laughs> so, but before I have to, to disappear for the other year. responsibilities... For the year. 
Well, for the for the calendar year, not a three hundred sixty five days. No, you didn't like, like no, you didn't like tear your ACL. Not like a year, year, but like the year, like the corny joke year, year. Yes. Right. You know the corny uh, joke when somebody says "see you next year" and it's like December twenty fourth. That shit, corny joke year, year. Oh, I fucking hate that shit. It's a terrible joke, but it is what it is. Justin's gonna be back next year, year, corny joke year, year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I gotta talk about. All right, I want to bring up two things. The first, Stellaris released a new uh, race pack. Hate them. I love them. I made no, I mean, I just hate, I, I'm just angry at Stellaris, that's all. Understandable. Apparently, Paradox is like, oh my God, they're wilding over there. Like, it's a lot. Not as, ba- not as bad as Blizzard. I don't think anything could get that bad, but it's pretty bad. It's like what I would expect from an American company, kind of bad. Hmm. I mean, Blizzard's an American company. Yes, no, I mean, uh, Paradox. They're a Swedish company. Oh, oh, right. Paradox is Swedish. Hey, aren't they under the Embracer group? Like, I didn't, didn't they get bought by that big conglomerate, like the Embracer group? Oh, did they? Yeah, I think they're like one of their like 18 studios they bought. Oh, damn. For Paradox. Yeah, well. Uh, we will we will have to do one of our investigative deep dives on what has actually been happening at Paradox since they've replaced their CEO. Because she stepped down and said, I'm not dealing with this anymore. And I think oh, we talked about it, bri- we talked about it briefly. On, I am so behind on the Paradox. Yeah, I think we covered it briefly when she stepped down. We were like, this is odd. And her statement was effectively, I'm not dealing with this anymore. We're like, oh, okay. Something bad is probably about to happen. Um, but the Aqua Pack is awesome. They add a bunch of new features, but most importantly, crime dolphins. I have a crime syndicate of dolphins that live underwater, and they live on your planet, and they live in the water on your planet, and they run crime rackets literally under your nose. It's amazing. You can never dolphins. talk shit about me to the about the Nami Nom Empire ever again. Conglomerate. I changed them to a conglomerate. I mean, you're right. I I, I understand I, capitalism now. Ever. <laughs> you oh, so you made a you made a crime syndicate and now you suddenly understand capitalism. Just just want to say how you sound, Justin. Crime crime dolphins kind of sound like old time racism. <laughs> I mean like, it kind of is. It kind of it kind of sounds like some some you hear a nigger behind that or something. You mean, like, you mean like it's in that porch monkey family? Yeah, kind of. Like, now I can't unsee it. Damn, but, dolphins. I mean, see? I mean, b- b- if, go on, please. So I said before I go down the, the crime dolphin rabbit hole, because I can't, I can actually see the old man on his porch. Look at them crime dolphins over there with their. Hippity hop in there. I hate everybody right now. Um, I just want to take this moment to talk about the evil geniuses at Square Enix. At 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, they dropped the trailer for Final Fantasy 14 1.0. I, I, mm, okay, so I wasn't tripping. I wasn't tripping when I woke up this morning and saw 1.0 and was like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't watch I, but, I know okay. it was at 11 o'clock because that's when I had my cereal at night. And it was just there on my YouTube. And, I was and like, they sneak what? drop that shit. 
and I'm watching the trailer. We know about Ardbert. Sorry, Shadowbringer spoilers. So if you if you're not all the way caught up on Shadowbringers, uh, skip ahead. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We see Arbert. Right. We see Rita Ray. We see Nalbert. We see all the, the Warriors of Darkness. But we see one other person there that wasn't there in 2.0, but shows up again when you finish Shadowbringers. Scylla was there from the beginning. These evil fucking geniuses. These evil fucking geniuses. She was there Wait, who from was 1.0. There? The elf gladiator. So if you watch the trailer, there's a moment where they're fighting a morble, and it's Ardbert, the dwarf, and there's a there's a Brandon, and then there's a gladiator that's an elf. When you beat all the role quests and you do all of the warring triad, you get two additional quests that show you what the Warriors of Darkness last adventure was. And the person that orchestrated all of that teamed up with the Asians. It's the waitress from the bar on the Crystarium. And she's in the 1.0 trailer. Get the Evil fuck fucking genius. <laughs> right. And uh, that has like hmm. there's like some very important um narrative stuff for that i'm i'm sorry man i know y'all telling me not to think this is crazy but like something big is gonna happen man like it ain't, i ain't never telling you not oh, to think that listen, we, uh, we listen nigga we all know we just don't know what is dropping too many hints about secrets that we don't know about yet like mm. at this point i wouldn't be surprised like I, no, I will be shocked, but I won't be surprised at. I'll be surprised at what happens. I won't be surprised that they tried it. Like that's where I am at this point. Fair, yeah. Like whatever they try, I'll be like, of course they tried this. Of course, why wouldn't they? Like dropping the one trailer two days before early access for your last expansion, which is the finale of this saga. Which, with the added context of everything that just happened in the last expansion. Like, that is Steph Curry from Half Court putting it up, turning around, saying, no, it's going in. I don't care. It's going in. I've never seen a more polite, ravenous fan base. Like, they're just like, yeah, take your time. Please give us the game now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're like, please do it. Please. This is dope, man. I can't wait. I can't wait, man. Can't wait. Being current is so good too because you're just like oh I've been casting gun everywhere <laughs> I love the fact that um <laughs> I love the fact that uh um Aaron has uh picked up machinist and it's has so also just like has 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 found the way of the gun, as I call it, 
Yeah. It's just we we just call it gun class. Yeah, gun. I cast gun. I got a new ability that lets me shoot guns out of my gun. That sounds Wait, like which, that sounds which like ability is that? That well the uh the 60 no the 50 level 50 uh secondary trait of the uh the second part of the rotation uh that gets upgraded. I can't remember what it's called. Where it, where it changes it to where you are shooting a row of bullets instead of just one bullet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you literally line up a row of bullets and shoot them one off one by one out of your gun. So you're taking extra time to line these bullets up outside of your gun to make sure that I get shot accurately. It is. I don't know. How, so they managed to make a class that is like it's all gun but it's not US gun no (laughs) (laughs) so like it is I don't know it's like an entirely gun obsessed class it is all gun with like other tools in it with like basically like different kinds of guns I had a crossbow that just unlocked like who? auto crossbow is I, I, I love that one because like it literally makes the sound of Yeah, that's it's great. Literally my favorite. It really does that when you go like machinos go brrr, it like it that like the sound it makes is that sound. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> I love it. But again, it's not like it is not token US gun class. It is just it is it is much cooler than that. And I see why they had to nerf the DPS on these range classes, because this thing it just is all DPS. Well, so the the way the way that it works out, um, the way that it works out is, um, Machinist has the highest personal DPS, but the lowest raid DPS. Raid ah. raid DPS is like your entire gr- the DPS of your entire group right. because Machinist has no. Machinist is really selfish. The only buff it gives to the party is Tactician, which yeah. is a damage mitigation. <laughs> um, I, guess that is, I guess that is uh, fair. All but, the yeah, the, the other ones, both Bard and um, Dancer, increase raid DPS. But Machinist doesn't do any of that, so it has the highest personal DPS, which is fine. So it's actually like the only range DPS that is just straight DPS. Yeah, it's wild. Is wild. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that people used to be like, man, machine is bad, machine is bad. And it's like, machine is not bad though. Not at all. Machinist is really not bad. Machinist, also, machinist gets going. It's great. Also, I'm a tank, by the way. So my dancer puts out some numbers, but yeah, not like this machinist. <laughs> like I can see when I'm hitting them with the machinist. The dancer, I'm like, eh, did that land? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it don't look too good. I'm critting every three shots with the machinist. And oh. you have a button that's literally auto crit. Yeah, it's just a crit button. It's just a crit. Uh, reas- the abilities reassemble. It makes whatever your next weapon skill is a crit. We lost Justin, by the way. Please continue. Yeah, I know. We lost Justin. I saw the chat. Okay, he disappeared. He's gone. He's gone. 
Goodbye, He's Justin. Gone. We we've lost another one to Endwalker. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's on the other side. He's already. on the other side. We will see you. We will see you on the other side, Justin. God bless you, Justin. Please continue. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm always excited when everybody finds their DPS class because we need more DPS classes. We sure do. Well, we're getting a bunch of new people, half of which probably don't even know who I am. It's so funny. Every time I, I'm in the chat, I'm like, hey, nerds. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Half of these people probably don't know who I am. I should probably say hello first. It's okay. <laughs> uh, the only reason they know who I am is because I am a leader. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it was wild seeing all these new people. I yeah, we got it. like we got like ten new people in like two weeks, and like the FC is just like wildly active. And I was just like not expecting any of this right before expansion dropped. So I'm just like, uh, y'all were doing maps tonight. I will not be doing that. Yeah, I, I, I'm done. I've sworn I've sworn off maps until expansion because I realized I was getting burned out. So I was like, "Oh, that's right. We get new uh, a new uh, dungeon or a new map, right? We'll be getting new maps, and yeah. and then when we do the when we do the maps, I'll be leading um, map parties again." Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I I didn't last last time I was I wasn't at cap. So going into Shadowbringers, I was behind y'all. It's dope this time that I'm actually caught up with y'all. So I can Yeah. Everybody's caught up too, which is gonna be exciting because we're all gonna be like and I, I know people are gonna be coming back too. I don't know who's coming back. I don't know who's bought it. I have no You just gonna, yeah, I'm guaranteeing you're gonna see about five or ten new people just pop back up out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely expecting that. I just don't I just don't know who nobody nobody has specifically said that they are coming back, and that's kind of how that shit works. Fair. Um, so I have no clue who's coming back or when they're coming back, which again is fine. But I do know we're gonna get more actives like as soon as um, like in the first bit of Shadowbringer, like food buffs and all that. You got that all set up and taken care of. Uh, yeah, so what I've been working on this entire time has been getting the submarine locations all unlocked. Oh, yeah. And um, I've been and, and getting the FC um, rank three actions unlocked. So I have, a, I literally, currently I have a month worth of the rank three XP buff. And I'm working on the gathering and crafting ones i've just i just decided that for like the first week or two i'm not gonna have those ones up i'm just gonna probably have like the cheaper teleports up for the first week yeah that makes sense because i heard heard that is getting getting raised quite a bit you better start getting on your mount oh god yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna use my allied seals for free teleports from good old ate the right <laughs> tickets. Yeah, I'm gonna use the Aetherite tickets, which you can get from using Allied Hunt Seals for mm. the cheaper. So, like, yeah, as you can see, there's prep work before expansion. A lot. <laughs> and so I've been focus- mostly focusing on prep work while redecorating the FC house. This has just been interesting to watch, you know, like seeing everybody get not only is this like a big expansion. But this is like the end of a story and the beginning of a new story, right? 
Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing we always forget. It's not also the end of a story. They're going to set up some more stuff before they end this. So I'm yep. very interested to see how how they nail this landing, because it is. Whew. Yeah, 6.1, when that releases in probably March or February, February, March, probably March, March. March-ish, March, April. Um, when that releases, that's going to be the beginning of a brand new story, which is going to be super exciting because, uh, well, we need more new stories Uh, and it'll be like, and I'm, I'm really excited to see what it's going to be. Right. I want to see structure and everything. Like, is it going to be the same? Like, are we going to be relying on crystals anymore? Like, we know that there's going to be the end of Highland Zodiac. Like, what's next? Well, what, yeah, what is what does that mean? Like, yeah. we know it's the end of Highland and Zodiac, but like, what what does that mean? What does it look like? And I mean, we're gonna we're gonna see what that looks like, but after like at the end of this story. But there's just there's just no way to know. It's really funny. There's a lot of like fan theories and theory crafting. And mm. my favorite part is whenever there's any craft theory crafting like that, the the writers are the devs and the writers are like, lol. <laughs> They're always like, lol, that's cute. <laughs> so I'm just excited, like I said before. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Me too. As a lurker, um, I I've made peace with the loss of talent. I've never <laughs> seen as a mass exodus like I fumbled the ball in free agency, where everybody of import is going to be gone, and I'm pretty much going to have to rely on piecemeal spot reporting in the minute to minute until we sort that out. But I'm still. I will very be excited. live. I will be live streaming. Oh no! Yeah, as and also as the, as the deal, you're gonna. We're not gone. We they y'all just ain't gonna be here. But you're gonna be live streaming, and Justin's gonna be playing with you. So everyone, you're gonna hear familiar. You're gonna hear familiar voices and see familiar faces. So it's absolutely no problem at all. But it's just maybe I I usually just lurk on bacon because I have the biggest character. They have like the the tiniest of the tiny characters, and excuse me, I'm max height. <laughs> I'm sorry, me. I didn't know kneecap was a height. <laughs> so specifically, because of Aaron's character is a Rodigan, that actually is accurate. Lalafels are about as about ma- max height is pretty much kneecap height of that Rodigans. Day, that day we were riding our bikes together was hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, the motorcycles. Yeah, so I um uh. You, I had like two major. Um, I, I used almost all of my COVID money for like bills, and then I set aside like some of that COVID money for like one was a completely irresponsible purchase, one only looked irresponsible until you looked at it. Um, the espresso machine, <laughs> I have saved so much money on that espresso machine. Also, I just make better coffee. <laughs> <laughs> 
no no shit like i've gotten i've gone out and got coffee a few times like after getting my espresso machine i'm just like when you get like a bad coffee after making good coffee for yourself for like a like a fraction of the cost it's like what am i doing with this why did i waste six dollars on this drink (laughs) this is horrible but my um irresponsible purchase was buying the cloud motorcycle for my um uh for my Final Fantasy character. Um, I generally don't do microtransactions unless I've been playing a game for like six months to over a year. I've been playing Final Fantasy 14 for four years, so they can get my microtransactions. Oh, yeah, 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 that's an easy one, <laughs> right. right. But I specifically, like, the car, the, the motorcycle's expensive, but like, I really wanted that motorcycle specifically for the only reason that it looks like a fucking toy vehicle when a lot of is on it. It's not <laughs> I don't know the math on how y'all feet touch ever. <laughs> because it scales to our size. It's like, it's literally like, you know, those, they're the, always them kids with like the wealthier families that have like, like, you know, there's the toy car for kids, but then there's like the one that looks like a motherfucking car and actually works. Yes. Like, like the Barbie beach mobiles. Yes. That's what this reminds me of, but it's a motorcycle. <laughs> yes. It's ridiculous. And of course, I can barely fit on my I can barely fit on anything. Me on the chocobo is hilarious every single time because I just hang off the side of a chocobo. Just just might as well just put the chocobo on my back and we fly. Like that's how big I am. <laughs> to be fair, because the chocobo scale, I have that feeling with all the chocobos, which makes the name struggle chicken for mine extra funny, even though that is not the origin of that that name. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who was on Twitter in like what 2013, 2014 who understand hashtag struggle chicken. What well, you might need to well now you gotta explain it because that's such a nuanced <laughs> reference. Now you kinda No, kinda, this is twenty I don't I don't feel like explaining like what 2014, 2015 black Twitter jokes. Fair point. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> My, I had to make an alt for a housing commission, and I finally unlocked the Chocobo companion and the Chocobo for on my alt, and uh, that one's name is Scamuel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I was like, I need to have, I need, I have to keep the trend of uh, black Twitter jokes. <laughs> Just like the subs. Just like the subs. Oh yeah, the subs are ridiculous. But yeah, so there's been a lot of lot of prep time and because um they're gonna have all the holiday events are getting like postponed and whatnot all and i seasonally decorate the house um i'm doing the seasonal decorations right now also because uh hanukkah started on the 28th happy hanukkah everybody who's jewish and celebrates um uh, and I wanted to at least get like the house like holiday decorated for that, and of course the new year. And I didn't want to be house decorating in the middle of Endwalker. That's real. The moon, the moon with the with the alien coming out, bacon. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I went down the steps and was like, "Oh nope, that deserves a picture." I'm gonna go back upstairs and change. It is a demon wall. That is our DJ. The one above the door is the secretary. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, there is. There's a whole. There's okay. So that like we've mentioned this before. The uh, FC has like there's a RP related narrative with the FC, 
and uh, my character Lala Falafels is an aetherologist studies aether studies especially void scent and somehow untethered void scent from the other realm and uh so now there's like demon walls in the house is that is that why there are demon walls everywhere yeah it makes i well as somebody that doesn't doesn't go into the rp uh what that, happened outside of the rp is i was setting up the house for halloween one year like to, like it was not last year but it was the year before and the demon wall i had moved the demon wall and the demon wall like like got stuck above the door oh okay and it fit so perfectly that i decided i'm never moving it because it fits so perfectly there so then i just started seasonally decorating the demon wall Okay. Yeah. And then to annoy LJ, I wrapped it up. I, I made it make sense within the RP narrative. <laughs> <laughs> because I, stones covered. <laughs> because I live to troll LJ in the game. Wait. Oh my God. The troll you did on Discord. Oh my God. Which, which one? When I was talking about um, doing the gathering and making somebody uh, who might be the age of uh, seven. <laughs> hit the button for me. Mm-hmm. You literally put underneath my post LJ and like each. I one didn't. One. That wasn't me who did that. Who did that? That was hilarious. Uh, so um, Aaron had stated he had asked, like, is it wrong to uh, get your kid hooked on gathering for you? And I said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it if you don't tell your friend that the gathering relic is super easy and not time consuming to do at all. Mm-hmm. And to which everybody who knows the, uh, knows the, um, the source of that story started laughing. And I believe it was Sasane who put LJ. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> so no, it is not bad nor a crime to get your child uh, very enthusiastic like excited and gathering to help you make your gathering life easier just make sure you give them candy pay them pay your pay their wages however don't tell your friend who has been grinding the the gathering relics that it is easy and not time consuming to do (laughs) the mining relic was awful god it was awful i'm working on the fishing relic and i want to die no 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 it's terrible. I finished the botanist one, but I'm I'm okay not I'm okay with the fishing relic being the only one I haven't finished before Endwalker. I'm literally okay with that because it is there's too much RNG. They there's a point where you have to wait in Mordana for gloom for certain fish. And I was like, man, I'm good. <laughs> I, I ain't got time to be sitting there waiting on certain weather cycles to come through. Fishing is ass sometimes, but it's also really fun. It is fun, though. Like, when you go ocean fishing with a bunch of people, like, that's fun, but no. I understand. Okay, let's see. I need more Moogle lamps. (laughs) What do you got for, you got any, you got anything you really excited to get the resolution on? Um, so I... Not saying how it's going to be resolved, but like just something you know, should you should get just the story itself. Because like, how do I put this? I'm really tired of Zodiac and Heidelin. Mm, okay. Um, like just in general, like I'm tired of them. 
And um, I'm like, I really like with what they did with the, I, I think it was really good that they gave context to the Asians because yes. um, before what it was, it was just like, y'all are just doing this to do this, but now it makes sense. So like all of Shadowbringers, like putting the um, Asians into context. And I thought that was really great. Um, and I thought that was also just like a really, um, because like so so the interesting thing that Final Fantasy does, especially Final Fantasy fourteen, um, uh, is that there are not all villains are the same, and not and like there they have and they'll have multiples at once. So there's like a clear villain character, right? Right. And then you have antagonists who aren't actually. I I always I said I think that antagonists and villains are not the same thing. As well as you have anti-heroes. And then you also have, I wouldn't, like, Xenos, for instance, I wouldn't even call him a villain, anti-hero, or anything. I'd just call him a force of nature. <laughs> He'd be so bored all the time. Right, but, like, he's 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 completely uncontrollable. Like, yeah. he is, he is a, but he's also, his, his goals don't align with anything. He doesn't even really have... That's the thing. We don't know what his goals are, right? He doesn't really have goals in the way that, like, any of the other... So that's why, like, like characters like that I consider a force of nature, not, not like, a villain or an anti-hero or... Or they, they don't move along the same rules. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that and means- so... And also, Zodiac is literally a force of nature as well so like i don't like there's like the big bads but then there's also like more nuanced levels of um uh situate characters and situations that are it's more than just like this is good and evil yeah especially with the shadow bringers like you said like the way they framed the ascians i would have never guessed that we would get as much or they would mean as much to the story overall and how they made it make sense, you know? Right. Like, and like, um, and like they, they changed, like they changed one of the, they changed the framing of one specific character that's been like around since ARR. They changed his entire framing in one patch. Yeah. I will never be over that. We'll never be over what they did with a little of this. I will never. Um, so, I mean, and that's just not something that you really see in games in general. Like, there's very much a clear, like, stark, like, this is what this character is. This is what this character is. You don't have a multitude of complicated characters. You usually just have, like, maybe one. Fair. Yeah. Um, And so, because Final Fantasy fourteen, the writing, they do a lot of, like, they do a lot of writing I don't see in other games. Um, I can't really guess what they're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not asking you to guess. I'm just saying, like, for me, I would love to see Gaius have, like, I know he already had his redemption arc with, you know, the Eden's, like, storyline. But I would like to see him have some finality to, like, all of it. You know, like, because he's, you know, he's still, he, like, he saw Zeno's do Yeah. It, you know? Yeah, he needs... Not closure because I feel like he has this closure, but he needs he needs a new beginning. Yes, 
Yeah, he needs a reason to still be around. He de- well, he definitely has his re- he definitely has a reason. They give him that at the end of the Sorrows of Werewolf. Well, yes. Um, not Edith Sorrows. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I knew you knew what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we on the same page, but um, but it, it, it ended so sad that like I I just he needs some he needs something good to happen to him. <laughs> It ended awfully. He just needed, so he needs, I just, I need something for him. I just, I need, like, again, closure isn't really it. Um, he just needs to start over, because. Right, he, he maybe, needs. Maybe those little kids will be, like, his, because, woo. <laughs> there's, there's only, yeah, there's only the one out of his children. No, no, no. The ones that at the very oh, end. Oh, oh yeah, the them kids. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm just like I just I mean when one of your kids turns into a giant mech Ava style. Um all of them even. Well, I mean that last one especially, like Yeah, that last one was particularly oh, so bad. But I'm I'm just hoping that um I'm just hoping that he gets the opportunity for like a real new beginning, especially because we're going to be dealing with Garland mold and whatnot all um, to kind of put it into context. Gaius is one of the big bads in a realm reborn. Um, and essentially over time, he, it turns out that like, so they gave, they basically gave Gaius's backstory in Shadowbringers and yeah, they basically in the end of Stormblood and in Shadowbringers, they basically started giving his backstory and explaining what he's been doing, and he's basically a rebel now in in Garlemald, and the and um he's been helping. He's been essentially kind of like helping the resistance against the Garlemald Empire, and against Gaius. Uh, guys, I mean against uh, Varys and against um, the Asians, and so he had a major redemption arc, just major. But it, the it was also extremely sad. He basically lost all of his adopted children. When we got to uh, Emerald Weapon, and I was like, "Wait a minute, man! <laughs> I see the math on this, and it ain't working out very well." <laughs> I was I was very upset. Like there was not a single storyline. There no, sorry, there were two storylines and they were all then they were very, both very much side storylines that did not make me cry, but that one definitely made me cry really hard. Yeah. It was, was all bad from beginning to end. It was all bad. There was it was never going to go anywhere good. Uh but again, but I also don't hate that because it also again deals with war and revolution and revolution isn't pretty. Also, we got a that last fight, and we're on we're on top of a giant. Okay, you win. No, Uh, and of course, and like you know, true Japanese fashion, the last the last fight is on top of a giant mech. Yeah, I mean, specifically, it's on the carry. It's on the carriers that carry the mech. Yes. So it's um I. I, I, so because I don't know where they're going to answer your question, because I don't know where the writers are going to be going, how they're going to be taking things. I don't have a specific narrative that I'm looking for them looking. I'm excited for it to get resolved because 
I don't know what they're resolving. Mm, fair. Like they're resolving everything to do with Zodiac and Heidelin and with the Asians, but there's other narratives there. So I don't know what they're resolving and what's going to carry over. I'm sure like all the stuff, I'm sure like all of the leftover things of like, like again, stuff with Garlemald, we're probably not going to be ever done with Garlemald for a while. Well, yeah. I mean, we, um, we're eventually going to have to rebuild it, right? <laughs> it, it's gonna, it's, it's, it's completely, it's completely like bombed on fire. It's in ruin, ruins, Garlemald's in ruins. What, what the, um, what didn't get destroyed immediately, the generals of the Garlemald military all like destroyed, destroyed fighting each other. There's basically civil war in Garlemald right now. Yeah, it's, it's wild. So like the Asians destroyed Garlemald. There's war with the um with the or, with the there's war with the rest of everybody. It's two differing factions, right? <sighs> it's multiple factions inside. There's more factions right now because again the generals all split. Right. So that's kind of with the that's kind of with the um the storyline with uh the Bajan resistance. Um the generals who are out fighting the fighting the Bajan resistance, they didn't get the message that Gar that Garlemald has had fallen and the empire was done until way late. And then they tried to continue taking it for themselves. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, and well, that, that's happening with other territories as well. Is that why the last? Okay. Yeah. So, like, literally, Garlemald is having a civil war right now as its gov as its central government has fallen. Right. Okay. And so Zenos doesn't care about anything, so he's not going to be happen. like emperor. The emperor's dead. Zenos doesn't care about anything other than his uh, hyper fixation with the warrior of light. Um, and Fandil, who just wants to destroy everything. Okay. So, so Garlemald has no ruler. The government, the central government has fallen. And um, yeah, the central government has fallen. And some generals have decided to take advantage of that because it's a military state also. Um, so some of the generals have decided to like be greedy and try to like claim stuff for their own. And they're also having civil war with each other. And Walker's going to be great. And Walker's going to be great. I'm going to be crying my eyes out. I, I don't know if I well 5.5 got me. So no, what when did Seto happen? When we last time we talked to Seto. Which one? Which which, which which Seto? Oh, the last time we talked, I want to say that was five point five. Yeah. It's either five point five, five point four, maybe. I don't remember. When we, when we let the crystal, we gave him the crystal. I don't know. Okay, well, that's the one that got me. You can't, you know, it's it's animal, like. But it's not. It's a beastman. Yeah. Well, yes, also a beastman. Um, it, it, they're sentient. They are sentient. They have thoughts and feelings. But that was also sad too, because he said to my grandpa. It was yes. <laughs> Uh, Seto was the companion to Ardbert. Um, and so we basically 
when Arbert like becomes us, we then like becomes a part of us. We then like go to see Seto to let Seto know what happened with Arbert and let them have the communication and they give you the Disney they give you the Disney sad music and everything. They give you the Disney sad music. It was it was literally it was because like so much time had passed since like set because uh um I forgot what the what that beast tribe race is called. I forgot. Amorot. Yeah. So they live for an extremely long time. And um so it had been a very long time since they had last seen Ardbert. And you know, we basically get to it, it was like one last final goodbye between old friends and uh th- it's basically a race of like giant sentient birds. They didn't have to give them they didn't have to give them the the whole the the beard though. Like the end, I was like, come on, man, that's just a beard. That's that's just an old man beard. You're just making him old. He's just <laughs> old. <laughs> you already got him with this old man voice or old person in general vert voice. Uh, saying goodbye to grandpa yeah like no you can't be just be playing with people's emotions like that see you yoshi p you love pain don't you <laughs> yeah no they, they weren't you should have seen his face and i think it was like fan fest or one of the live letters when he's just like oh no you y'all are um um you are all in for it we've been warned anyway so we're going to there's gonna be a lot of tears. At least so, you know what else comes out. I don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, that's fair because I, I was about to say, you know what? I mean, it's I'm only thing I'm really thinking about is Ann Walker, but Halo comes out. Hey, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I know. What? Uh, I'm like, I, Aaron. I'm pretty other Aaron. I'm pretty sure there was a game. He said, "Did you hear the name? I didn't." Uh-huh. <laughs> the um. It's the, it's Halo. Um, you mean Endwalker? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, Endwalker. <laughs> a first person uh, story and short story in Endwalker about the space marine in in Endwalker. <laughs> that that guy. Wait, but we are going to space, so that tracks. I mean, <laughs> definitely going to the moon. <laughs> Well, yeah, what's his face? Yes, I mean, I don't know. Um, I funny thing, it, this is very much the epitome of what Game Pass kind of has done, is where I don't particularly have any hopes for Halo as long as they continue the story, um, because I don't have to pay for it, and I always <laughs> see it, it, it's true. Like I don't. Uh, there are things that I've that I'm wondering about Halo because three four three has always been under fire for acknowledging the novels as like the world building tool for Halo and not Bungie because the Halo trilogy Bungie did was just in terms of story was fairly stupid and um, it's very good that they just go with the novels but people didn't like that. Wait, people didn't like that? No, oh, hated it. I don't know the the, the disdain for um. Especially five, yeah. The disdain for essentially taking the Halo extended universe and basing a story around it, uh, people did not like that in the slightest. Is very funny, but it's good. Um, no, they did not. Like I said, Halo is um, 
it's a weird game series where like the narrative high point for a lot of people is the Halo Reach game, which if you yes. follow the story is not good if you've read the book. Because the book reach and the game reach are two separate, are just, the is a lot of disdain for the book that the game has, considering how much energy went into um, framing how the Spartans all died on reach before Master Chief was a thing. And, yeah, uh, that always bugged me. Like, you're a damn Spartan. And, and the way they do it, they do trick you. Um, in the in the game, you're um uh, in Reach. Just so people, if anyone's unfamiliar, there is a planet that uh, the whole point of the Covenant human encounter is to make sure that they do not find human planets, whole ass human planets like Earth or whatever. So they found Reach, and there was a massive evacuation slash battle. Everyone, every Spartan on the planet died, getting as many humans possible off the planet. It's a big display of Covenant power. Uh, the narrative is, like I said, several several dozen Spartans lived, died, getting humans out of there, and that in the that's what literally what they were trained to do. Right in the the problem with the um the problem with the game is that they don't quite they don't quite respect how strong the Spartans are as in like narratively. So in the book, say every Spartan took roughly about maybe 50 covenant to die so it was like a type of thing where it's like we need to get you to the helipad out of the orphanage the covenant are in the orphanage i'm gonna hold a wall and after 45 minutes of just one spartan fighting the covenant they're dragged to the ground after half an hour 45 minutes of fighting them and all of them die in these uh really exaggerated heroic manners all of them and that's the story and in the game it's kind of like final destination where you were just kind of suddenly randomly killed. And that's nothing like the book. And I find it to be generally disrespectful considering how much energy the book put into describing the sacrifices, you know, them all dying. And a lot of Halo players consider that to be the emotional high point of the game series. That's and the wild part. If you didn't know the other portions of it, it is. Like, there's nothing else to go on between 1, 2, and 3. Like, that's the wild part because I had no idea about this because I've never read uh, the Fall of Reach. I think that's the name of the book, right? Fall of Reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. So- I, I, heard, I heard it's amazing. I haven't. I haven't read it. Is it? I was gonna say, isn't it a three-part series? Uh, no, it was. Or one, is it, it just the one? It's um one book, but the story about what there are several stories about what happened before and after. Right. Okay, because I so I sorry I remember the before and then I remember because what I, I had read that that was like the newest one to come out. I didn't know you read the Halo Halo novels, Baker. Yeah, no, I love them. It's part of why I love Halo. Yeah, didn't know you were that big of a Halo fan. Oh yeah, well yeah. you should. Oh, I think you should play Halo. Yeah, I, I I genuinely love this the the Halo narrative. It's actually this is actually my first time realizing that the game doesn't actually respect the story. Um, Except the, for post Bungie, I know because po- I know post Bungie story. Three four three respects it to a fault and has um, alienated air quotes their fans. So they created a story, an original oh. story based on the natural like um, the way the naturally the story would take place from the books. 
So Halo 5 ended on a massive Empire strike. Like, I think I mentioned that I ever mentioned the story of Halo 5 to you. Do we ever talk about Halo 5? Uh, briefly. I didn't realize how much you liked Halo. But anyway, yes. I I genuinely like the story of Halo. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't. So I guess this explains why I don't get along with Halo players. Um, No, Halo players don't. With all due respect, there is a big disconnect between the Halo players and the Halo narrative fans, I find. Yeah. Totally different people. Uh, they're totally different people, but for some reason, the people who don't like the Halo story are the people who are there for the multiplayer. Their opinion should be... I love the multiplayer. Oh, yeah, I understand, but there is, like... It's, there's, it's a, there's a different... It, well, to, be, to be very blunt, there's a different expectation of storytelling if you're there for multiplayer versus you're there for the narrative. So I'm, I play Halo primarily for the story at this point. I like the multiplayer, but I play Halo primarily for the story. But my understanding of the story is just different now as a result. But what I expect from the game is different. And I appreciated the story. And I think a lot of and um a lot of folks are there for the multiplayer. So their 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 um focus and expectations are different. They're pointed in a different direction. So it's like you, I, I mean to be blunt, I don't think you should ask someone who's trying to only who's only playing Halo's multiplayer. You should not be. I mean, it's rude to say because you have to serve your fan base, but you really shouldn't be spending it. I just there's fuck them. <laughs> like if you're if you're if you're not there, if you don't care about the story, which is your right, but you can't then chime in on it if the story is like honestly regarding all the stories ever told about Halo. Like that's the that's what you want from any universe. And um, I was concerned about Halo Infinite with regards to paying attention to the story um, because it seemed as though 343 was getting really shouted down off of using its own sto- using the story. And I was wondering whether they were going to just like because there were talks about like, you know, they're going to retcon the story, which is like um, Cortana assuming of uh, figuring out a way for AIs not to die and assuming and um, essentially dr- creating a faction of AI of AI people who are like. I'd like to not die. And she's like, bet. And um, then they're all alive infinitely in a group. And they had assumed control of pretty much everything and left you kind of alone in space, like just like one singular UNSC ship. And uh, that was where they left the game. That was where they left Halo in. Um, yeah, that's where they left Halo 5. And because when it was screeching about the story, because mostly you didn't play as Master Chief. Um, you spent is half the Master game. Chief supposed to be dead? No, he's not dead. Um, okay. he is. He is very much alive, but he's very much. Um, since Cortana died in Halo Four, he's been kind of. You're seeing the the chinks in his armor. Um, one of the my favorite things about Master Chief, and some of the things that's arguable about it, is whether Master Chief was a sympathetic figure, wearing the scars of having saved the world three separate times. So one of the things I really like about the narrative series is that it goes into one how Spartans were made. Yes. Um, but it also like at no point is Master Chief a soulless person. Yes, and in like fa- at, like specifically, that's like kind of his issue is that he's very not. In in fact, um. The big the, the big departure in the books from the game, which is why the it's always the reason why the why there's such issue with Master Chief in the games, is that Master Chief was originally Jesus, 
in the Bungie world, in the novels, he's just lucky. It's clearly stated that one of the reasons why Cortana fucks with him is because he's extremely lucky. He's not the best Spartan. He's not the fastest Spartan, not the strongest Spartan, but he's the luckiest Spartan. And that is, Cortana has said that on record, that's why she fucks with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And in the games, they don't quite play on that. In the games, he's just kind of space marine Jesus. And that's it. Right. And that isn't, that's not, the, 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 the separation, I see where it causes trouble to some players. Like in Halo 5, when you were playing as Locke, for example, and hunting Master Chief, no one quite believed that that no one believed that as a thing even though Locke is actually more skilled at would be able to beat master chief in a fight because he's a trained assassin for real trained to find any trained to find spartans specifically so he would actually be able to find master chief and give him grief but because there are two sets of people people that read the novels and understand master chief is um a human being of incredible luck um and then the people who play the games where they think Master Chief is, in fact, a space Jesus, not unlike Commander Shepard, they collided. And it seems as though um, 343 is settling in Halo Infinite, where they're continuing the story, but Master Chief is a little bit closer to space Jesus. And yeah, I, I was noticing that. Right. That last trailer, when he said what he said at the end, like... He, it was some impossible white man shit that he said. Right. And I was like, mm. and they've been kind of, they've been going away from that. Like yeah. in the Halo four and five, you can see the weight of him being master chief is starting to bear down on him. And that's, but a, that would make sense. Cause if you read the narrative books, right. He's literally been working as a, he's been working relentlessly as a soldier for about a decade, like endlessly mission, 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 mission for a decade. Even when he's not in the Halo games, he's out in the streets and then he went rogue in Halo 5 to try and find Cortana. And in between that time, he's seen some wild, fucked up shit. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, wild, it, fucked up shit. And his, and his only friend his only friend in the world died. So, like, literally, his, he has his childhood friends, the original Spartan group, and then Cortana. And Cortana is effectively his, home, his homie. And she died. So he's trying to figure out how to sort this out. And, um... Yeah, that's 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 what's happening. <laughs> he's he's not having the best time of it. Oh, and then your your best friend turns into Lex Luthor, <laughs> right? Well, 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 viewed as Lex Luthor. I think. I'm, I mean, I don't. I understand. Cortana is right behind I, Solas in terms of I understand why this person is doing this. Yes, uh, absolutely. Well, Cortana is the, a little different. Of course, Cortana is. Um, Cortana's an AI, though, at the end of the day. Well, Cortana's alive. Like, Cortana is a thing. And you know how the point of AI is to die. And she's based she, off something, though. She's about some Halsey. Yeah, yeah. Well, Halsey, well, Halsey... I'm, I don't know. I just, Halsey is not... Um, Halsey's, Halsey is not a heel. She's not, she's not evil. They told her to do a thing at, at our darkest hour. And then when she did it, they then tur they turned on her. And then blamed her for because uh, you know how the Spartans are child the original Spartans are child soldiers before they were able to um, straighten it out and turn like anybody into a Spartan by like the Spartan Four program. Yep. So in Halo Four and Five, she's actually getting like court martialed for it, and publicly they're reaming her out for it, even though she's like, "You asked me to do this. We were not going to survive if I didn't, and I did it." 
and now I'm the villain, and I'm the o- apparently I'm the only person that is ever involved in the creation of Spartans ever. Apparently, when and it was like a whole goddamn a whole, team, a whole situation requiring it was a whole thing where people were absolutely positively demanding that this stuff happens for the good of humanity. So yeah, is our last hope. So yeah, there's like I said, there's. There's a lot going on. Cortana is based off Halsey. Um, either way, all of these details are from the books. Halo 4 and 5 play into this stuff. Um, so folks do not like that. Um, I was worried that they were going to um, kowtow to them, which I think they are. There's a lot more chief being Jesus here, but I think they're continuing the story. I always continued they were going to act like nothing happened, which would have been my greatest fear. I'd been like, who Cortana took over? What universe? Where? Free AI? Who? No, I don't know what you're talking about. They don't work here anymore. But they're going to do that. But again, all these concerns, everything we just spoke about for the past 10 minutes, I don't care. Because it just says install when I hover and I mouse over the game. <laughs> it says install. Yeah, straight up. Like, it's so much anxiety that gets lifted. Right. When you just go like, oh, well, you know. What? I didn't pay $60 for this. I don't care. Right. It's like whatever, whatever, Master, whatever Halo does is fine enough. <laughs> and so- that, yeah, I think say? I think Phil has a little piece of like Phil Spencer himself is like a little nostalgic about Halo. Like he's a little bit older than us, but like not by much, right? So like that's the only reason I think that that Halo had to cook a little longer. Because I think like if it was Game Pass and any other person, they would have threw that out there and let it go and said, All right, we're gonna work on it while while we do it. Because I don't know, man. I think this Halo might be okay. Like, I don't think the story is going to be great, but I think the replayability of it might be okay. I think the story will be fine too. I mean, they're not they're not discontinuing it. And well, in fact, yeah. and in fact, the point of the story is that there is a specific AI designed to overwrite other AI, and that's the thing. Is it so? It's like what is this you know it's essentially like young cortana designed to defeat old cortana before she takes over the universe i'm here for that um i'm here i'll sure you know what i mean like okay (laughs) so yeah i'm not yeah i'm willing to see where they go with it um like i said i'm not gonna lie they've handled the narrative better than bungie and now the multiplayer is out everyone loves the multiplayer so they finally got the multiplayer right after two tries um multi halo 4 and halo 5 were under heavy scrutiny um they finally got it right by kind of just giving us the master chief collection so they left bungie's multiplayer and kind of poured it on our heads and that's what we have and um yeah again i'm excited but it's all just par for the course. And I think it's just because I'm not I'm not financially I'm not as financially invested in Halo as I would be as I would be normally. The fact that Halo and Forza feel the same to me is kind of weird. <laughs> that is the I've read that somebody somebody has made that comment. I don't agree. Oh really? Yeah, like I've read that it's oh, like I, I, Well and it's not that, it's like if it's kind of like how all Netflix shows feel the same, but it's not, that's not true. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, I mean, there are different levels to it, but like, I, 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 there's something to be said for getting all of your, all of your things from the same service. 
And I don't. I th- and, I, what, and I think also I don't think it's a problem because I think my first party Microsoft has a look and a feel not unlike first party Sony. Yeah, this is true. The first party Sony game, the third person cinematic adventure game of the extremely high production values. That game, that's that's us. That's you know what I mean. That's that's fine. You know that's what we that's what we're used to. And there is the first part. There is the first party Xbox game. Xbox, Microsoft first party games have a certain look and feel to them. So I get it. I do understand what you're saying. I really do. I get it. I get it. And I see it. Yeah. No, no, no. What I meant, uh, I wasn't even saying design wise, more as an anticipation wise. Like for me personally, I'm not a big Forza fan, but I've played every Halo, right? And right now, Forza came out and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. And Halo is going to come out. And right now, I played the multiplayer like four or five times. You know what I'm saying? Like, eh, it's okay. Yay. And I, I, you know, like I'm bouncing back and forth and getting that opportunity to. Um, I, I think it's dope. Uh, like, I, I being able to be rational about video games again <laughs> and not have to worry about price being a factor in a lot of them. Right. Is, 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 is great. It may, it's actually made maybe enjoy a lot more games i like we said earlier i probably wouldn't i wouldn't enjoy no and that's fine we play less games because of that and there's no that's perfectly yeah we all play less games because we have to watch how much dollar how many dollars we spend so being able to have access to excuse me no 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 you're absolutely right yeah we just so not having not having to worry about that is uh is a very 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 um relieving so, you know, that's why I said that's why I haven't said anything about Halo. I'm going to play Halo. And now that I know that um, I didn't know Bacon was a Halo narrative fan, I'm actually just going to impart what's happening to Bacon while Bacon plays Endwalker. Yes, please do that. Please tell me. Okay. And uh, yeah, I am actually excited for the continuation of Halo. I didn't realize I had such a Halo friendly um, podcast group, to be very blunt. I, I I read the I read the books when they came out, which was high school. <laughs> right, yeah. I've I've been reading them steadily. I've been reading them steadily. I haven't read one in a few years, but yeah, I was read the the Halo novels are what really gave me my appreciation of Halo. No, same. It's actually why I started like um I, I uh played Halo specifically for the story and not for the multiplayer. Right. And it was uh my one of my very good friends at the time uh was the one who put me onto it and like he was like excited he's like we have to get the new halo game also read these books and i'm like okay (laughs) and i did i was like this is amazing and then like i I didn't realize that they like argued because like for me it contextualized halo and i was just like no master chief right um but yeah no it's uh like I, i think one of the things i like about the about the the narrative is um master chief really hates being considered jesus right he doesn't want this he he doesn't want any of it he 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 hates all of this he's working and i feel like the fact that he's like doing all this but at the end of the day he's just he's just working is kind of the conceit it's like he's doing a job to him he's doing a job always doing a job and uh yeah the longest doctor's rotation of all time right and the fact that, um, you know, the fact that this is kind of like he is continuously the only person that can do this thing. Is and he's not w- even the most competent one. Right. 
but he's the only he's the best one at it and it's just he's just become kind of a he's become a bit of a legend also it's funny um there was one thing that i saw i read in one of the books that is actually reflected in the game which is my favorite bit old spartans are bigger than new spartans because new spartans yes. are essentially people like i can take like at the, we're at the point now where they could take us and turn us into spartans you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's not as jarring to the physical form as the spartan ones all the old spartans hey master Chief, they're all bigger than the other spartans so for someone who was just like i'm doing a job i'm just trying to get this done is now like three heads taller than the rest of them <laughs> when he <laughs> walks into the room aside from that him being a legend he's also three heads taller than the other spartans and it's just like and you and it's just like oh, it's funny because it's just like kind of like it, it's just like well fuck you know <laughs> he's trying it's he's pretty, like, pretty relatable to you isn't it buddy <laughs> really i'm just saying i mean i think it's most relatable to lj you were speaking so passionately about it well that L- i mean it is lj's like six lj seven feet tall isn't he? Yeah, lj yeah he's like seven feet i mean LJ. he's not seven feet tall but might as well be <laughs> at some point at some point it doesn't fucking matter right like at some point you hit that height where you're just giant right it's just you're just you're a big boy and it's just like over six eight there's six i think there's um uh six one to six three, and then six six to six ten, and then over it's just like infinity or TBD or whatever. <laughs> like it's like it's the horizon point where it's like you're so tall that no one knows how tall you are. You are officially oh shit, you're tall is like on your driver's license. <laughs> like you're never gonna get an accurate. You will never get no one will no one will stop telling you oh shit you're tall long enough to tell you how tall you actually are. Yes, and um so yes that. Uh, but yes okay halo all right maybe we will maybe we we're gonna return for short stuff but i didn't know halo was one of the things that we could return for okay is it can you reinstall it now like i don't like I, pc oh I'm P- oh. does it drop on the same day no 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 the 8th of december oh yeah they're fucked um but they're i mean it's fine <laughs> One, Bungie doesn't care. I mean, sorry, Microsoft doesn't care. And, uh... Doesn't care about what? Oh, Ed Walker and, um, Halo. Like, oh. my, both Microsoft doesn't care and Square doesn't care. Well, you know, micro, with all, you know, like, I mean, like, it's like, because the games are, are essentially just kind of taking two different sets of time, it doesn't really, like, it almost doesn't matter if that makes sense. Like, Microsoft just wants you to have be subscribed to a service. They don't care right. when you play Halo. They're right, not, that's why they don't care. Yeah, they're not worried about it. Like, oh, you want to if you if you sign up for Game Pass to play Halo for an hour before you go about what before you go back to N Walker, they're good. And Square and the Final Fantasy team literally yell at us to play other games. Right. They're like, log off now, please. Thank you. Yes. Just, please log off. I mean, do something else. Get some air. That's real. Have though. you stretched today? I mean that's real. Also, I I enjoy the infer. We don't want to deal with your cranky asses because cranky game, cranky cranky fan bases are a mess. The worst. So I imagine they're, they're just like you know what? Horrible. We're just not even gonna. So they're yeah. There's gonna be a couple of days of just straight kicking people from Novice Network. Oh, you you're a good one. First of all, the requirements for Novice Network mentor are ridiculous, and I don't think I would ever hit that to begin with so it's not 
It's okay, so if you're trying to grind for it, I could see where it's a lot. If otherwise, it's just playing the game. Yeah, but I mean, how many mentor roulettes do you got to do? You don't have to do mentor roulette. What? What did? When? What do you have to do each? You have to do what three hundred. So for for combat mentor. So first off, they're changing the trade mentor. The trade mentor is ridiculously easy. Almost anybody can get it. Um, for combat mentor, you need fifteen hundred comms accommodations, which you just get from playing the game. Right, right, right. Um, you need of, uh, um a level eighty tank, a level eighty DPS, and a level eighty healer. Ah, okay, that's what it was. And you have to complete the role quests for each of them. So again, oh. it's just playing the game and then for a trade mentor you have to have a disciple of hand and disciple of land both at 80 and you have to have like 200 collectibles for one of them and 300 collectibles for the other but they're making it more difficult for trade mentor and end walker which i'm really glad for cool i was curious no i said cool i was just curious yeah yeah so like if you're trying to actively grind to be a mentor, um, I could see where it's a lot, but most of it's just play the game. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that, I think I got mistaken when I thought you had to do it in a specific. No. So mentor roulette to unlock mentor roulette, you have to do every dungeon and extreme trial. Mm. And I think you have to do the binding coil. Next just week. like normal mode. Oh, okay. Um, but you have to you have to basically do every single dungeon and ex- and trial and extreme trial, Sheesh. and then to unlock it. And then there's a achievement that you get for three thousand mentor roulettes. Good grief! That's a lot. That's it's either a thousand or three thousand. I could be confusing my mentors because, like, I could be confusing myself. But yeah, there is. After it might be a thousand actually, uh, but there is um, a special mount that you get uh, after with the with the mentor roulette achievement. Um, so some people who are mount hunters try to do it that way, but there's also people who just like take the mentor role, and I don't know why, like because they don't actually want to help people. They might and I and they don't necessarily care about the achievement, but they put on the mentor tags. And they like, they, they might be achievement hunters. I don't know, but they'll be a mentor, but they don't actively want to help people. And so some of them will be jumping in and they're just rude. Mm. Um, so they pop up at every new content. So novice network can get a little like toxic at that point, but then like literally after a week, most of them are gone and they get kicked really fast by the mentors who are pretty constant. Noted. I can't like 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 I don't like folks. I will will like boot them with a quickness. And when you get when you get kicked from Novice Network as a mentor, it's you can't get back in for three hours. That makes sense. I mean, they updated all the standards here recently, so uh, they didn't actually like it was updated. It wasn't. They didn't change anything. They just made it clear. Yeah, they were like, don't be dumb. Don't be a dick yeah. is like the entirety of it is don't be a dick. Please. <laughs> we are asking you to not be a dick. Don't stalk people, please. Don't stalk people. Because we have we're having we have like streamers 
So like what they'll what some people will do is they'll follow the streamer wherever they go. And sometimes they'll also be like people who are just kind of rude and will block the uh block the quest NPC by like standing on it. That's really annoying. Yeah, that's a bannable offense and they will ban you. Like forever. Uh they give pretty harsh punishments, but yeah. Good. Not I mean not forever forever, but like you won't be able to log in for like 3 days. Okay. I love to see it. Again, don't be a dick. <laughs> Number one rule. Don't be a dick. Hi, Dynamite. All right. My cat is feeling good enough to start begging two hours early for dinner. Fantastic. I am both very happy about this and very not happy about this. How can you not be happy about your cat being a begging-ass cat? It's great. I'm happy about it because she's feeling better. I am not happy about it because she's a nuisance. She's a, she's, she's a nurse. I'm not gonna, I refuse to hear anything about Nurse Dynamite. I refuse. There. I said it. See all right. your games. All right, Joe. How is this selling for 127,000 when all the mats are like a penny? I don't even want to know what you're looking at right now, Bacon. Mellow mog lamps. <sighs> <laughs> I need more lighting. No, house is the house is fine. Yes. It's not so much light it has so much no light. the the Thank ground you. floor doesn't have enough light all you have to do is stand in the doorway just stand in that hallway area right there Get the off. ground floor i i need light and not the stairs well i think this is endless it is and i think we have established that we are going to be gone for a minute just just in and out so even like when we return we're going to be talking about final fantasy so and halo and halo oh yeah who knew? I'm, I, I'm still i'm still reeling i didn't realize that you were so halo friendly bacon I, I i'm actually surprised you didn't know i'm halo friendly. did not know you were halo friendly very halo friendly i mean halo. i mean uh, you have a very um, quality, no white dude gaming policy, and um, you don't. He is the, he is top five, possibly the most famous white first person shooter dude ever, and he has attracted some of the worst gamers ever. Mm-hmm. So I, they're pretty uh, terrible. Right. Welcome to why I don't play Halo anymore. Right. So I was like, "Well, you don't want to hear about Halo." No, that's not true. I like Halo. I just um, uh, trying to figure out what the word is. Um, so Halo came out before I um came out with my rule kind of like zelda did as well um so so it definitely came out before 
my uh, decisions on gameplay. And then about the time that they started that, they made it so you can play different characters in Halo and have like different voices in Halo. So that made it easier. Hmm. Um, like later on, like the later games. Um, and then like, I really like Halo Reach. I like Halo ODST. ODST was great. ODST was so good. That and was that bu- game was so goddamn hated. That was uh, Bungie's best. That was Bungie's best Halo game. Funny enough. It was the best Halo game. And uh, uh, folks did not like that game. No. Not, not at a- all. I don't um, get why they don't like that. That game was great. It's because you weren't playing as, um, you weren't playing as uh, Space Jesus. It's it okay. now understanding understand triangulating years of complaints is the novels are about the entire world after it's saved by a bunch of physic of, of a bunch of cybernetically enhanced child soldiers. That's what the novel suggests. What does the what happens now in a world where that is what saved us? A military society forced to be a military society. Um by at gunpoint literal gunpoint to save itself what now the games are about cyber jesus (laughs) (laughs) and those two i realize now that those are two separate fandoms where one like they've pulled a few from the core halo but for the most part there is a very loud minority of people who do not understand that the world of halo is not about cyber jesus it's not. It's not about Cyber Jesus. He's a child. He's a child soldier. Give me a game about the Arbiter. Yo. Well, the Arbiter still exists and the Arbiter is still a thing. So, yes, we're probably going to bump into all this stuff in Halo Infinite. I hope. That is my hope. But, um, you know, that is. That's us. Um, since we're going to be gone for a bit, um, everybody. Bacon, where can people find you? Because they're going to need to find you because you're going to be gone. So they need to find you. I will be on Twitch. What's that? My favorite thing is how unready you are with your own Twitch every single time. Like, you're like 0 for 18. Like, you're a crispy 0%. I have never said, hey, Bacon, what's your Twitch? And you've responded in a timely manner it's like a pop quiz every time you just kind of woke up with the page stuck to your face like what are we doing what's your twitch what i'm gonna be on twitch well what is it what you can find me on twitch which is huh anyway it's at uh it's the it's switched um twitch.com backslash the baconzilla or baconzilla that's what I was wondering. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, the Baconzilla. The Baconzilla. Okay. Here we go. Okay. The Baconzilla. And on Twitter, how would they be able to find you, Bacon? I won't be on Twitter. Fair point. Bat! <laughs> I'm going to be avoiding spoilers, so I will not be on Twitter. Fair. <laughs> how are people supposed to find you while you're gone? So, I kind of do some twitching. Mm-hmm. now and then where I like combat games and sometimes I get bored and play a very specific type of game 
<laughs> so um find me on twitch at atc sigma that's kind of where i'm at right now same for twitter ashley three classy and uh i love that name so much i think it's my favorite out of all your names and then uh, uh I actually talked to four of the black astronauts about possibly doing something for the holiday. So maybe y'all get a show. Very nice. So. Very nice, my friend. All right. And um, I'm going to just be around. I'm going to still be doing this. I got to do something to Jayla. I'm going to see if I can, I'm going to see if I can, if I can wrangle some people to do some interesting stuff before the new year while they ain't doing nothing. I'm at ANS Freeman on Twitter, though. I should I should stream, and you should. I, might, I I I'm I should I'm gonna I'm gonna take the break, and I'm going to try and do the thing. But ANS Freeman on Twitter, it's a Black Jesus B L A K K J E Z U S on Twitch. But you'll know from the Twitter once that happens, so you don't need to go sniffing around. It's all good. And that's us. That's uh AD Space. We're going to play Final Fantasy. Just making this real clear. We're going to play Final Fantasy. That is our auto response. Playing Final. Hold on. What is the direct quote? This is a. What is it? There. I gotta. I gotta find it again now. Because I don't know. A, it was pretty great. Because I were, need to change my Twitter handle of that. Yes. Let's see. Ooh. No podcast. Only Final Fantasy fourteen. And <laughs> I <Walker>. said. <laughs> <laughs> I repeat, no podcast, only N Walker. Capital N, no period. No podcast, only N Walker. I'm sorry. (laughs) And with that, and that is where we will leave all of you. No podcast, only N Walker. Exactly. I mean, I did specifically say. The last time I was on the nerd off. One second. I said the last time I was on the nerd off, uh, I was um I said that I was gonna be playing Endwalker. They're like, what's going on? And I'm like, waiting for Endwalker. Well, granted. It's very clear on Endwalker. <laughs> I understand that you were clear on Endwalker, but still. That was I thought it was I thought it was funny. It is funny. It's also it, it's both of these things. It's funny and it's also um humorously unprofessional. Sometimes that shit is that shit is funny. That was a well-timed joke. <laughs> it, it was also it was also messy as hell. Like just without any context is messy as hell. You're just like oh, no. oh yeah, I'm really bad at understanding what's messy. Oh no, that is if you were if you were not if you were not like if we were all not like friends and it was not a very casual thing, it would it that would be an awful like that would be a laughably bad professional response <laughs> to an oh. inquiry for your time. <laughs> right, and that's what makes it so funny is you're just like and that, and that and I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I said, no podcast only Endwalker is is real. That's what happened. That's why I'm like we what happened? No podcast only Endwalker. So it's real, and we appreciate your honesty here above all else. That is why we love you. So please never change. And um, yeah. Also, please never do that. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> is that a please never do that also? Um, listen, 
if uh, money's not exchanging hands, so it's fine. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's fine. It, it, like I said before, when the stakes get up a little higher, don't do that. But <laughs> when the stakes are nice yes, and low sir. to the ground, phenomenal stuff. So with that, we say um, happy whatever holidays pass and um, no podcast, only Unwalker. Never no forget. Podcast, only Unwalker. Oh, no podcast, only Unwalker. Much important.